0: Today's reading is Psalm 46. Please turn to page 471 in the Red Pew Bibles. God is our fortress. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way. Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea,
1: Good morning. <laughs> How you doing this morning? Good. 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 First of all, I want to thank everyone who helped clean up my coffee I just spilled two minutes ago over there. So thank my new friends who spilled my brand new coffee that was just poured for me. Um, thanks for that. Um, well, good morning. good morning. It's good to be here this morning. It's an honor to be here at Regeneration. I'm thankful uh, to Pastor Albert who invited me. Um, who I've been friends with for a long time. Um, And also thankful, um, so my name is Nate Milheim. I get to preach this morning as your guest preacher. Um, And I've been friends with Regen for a long time, and know some of you for a long time. Um, And Regeneration has been really a friend and partner of Oakland Leadership Center. Um, It's a ministry I've served in for the last several years in East Oakland, um, doing mentoring and developing leaders with young men in East Oakland. Regen has been a really faithful partner for a long time, um, and I'm really grateful for that. So Thanks on behalf of Oakland Leadership Center for all your kind of partnership and friendship. And you might see me running around with a bunch of little basketball players across the street um, on Monday early evening, um, including my son who just smiled when he heard basketball court. My son just got really happy right there (laughs) in his seat. So let's start off um, this morning by going through a meditation on Psalm 46. Um, This morning's message, it will be as we just read in Psalm 46, which I think is a timely um, passage for us to look at this morning on this last year of 2017. So we'll look at all of it. Um, But I want to lead you in just a meditation. So if you want to just take a breath, I don't know what you're going through this morning. I don't know what hopes and dreams you have. I don't know what anxieties and fears you have this morning. Um, But take a breath and listen to these words, um, an adaptation of verse 10 from Psalm 46. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still. God, this morning as we look at Psalm 46, may you remind us that you are our refuge and strength through everything that we have faced and everything that we will face in this coming year. May you give us hope and encouragement this morning. Um, In Jesus' name, amen. So I get to preach on the last day of 2017, which is fun. Um, And I'm glad partly because there's only one service, and preaching two services scares me, so one service sounds great to me um, on New Year's Eve. Um, 2017 has been quite a year, has it not? 2017 has been uh, one interesting, fascinating year for many of us. Now, I don't know what you've gone through personally or in your family life, Probably you've had wonderful times of joy and peace, and probably you've had also some times of pain and frustration and sorrow, right, in your own personal life. But I do know that in our collective life, in our common life, in our city, in our state, in our region, in our nation, in our world, we've had an interesting year. We have seen fires. Rage all around us in, in our state. One of my good friends, his family home uh, burned down a couple weeks ago in Ventura, and he watched on the news while his, his, literally the place he grew up that his parents were just moving out of, burned down, and the neighborhood just burned down. We've, we've seen fires. We've seen hurricanes, right, in 2017. Uh, Puerto Rico is still without basic power and necessities. Um, we've seen destruction. And we've also seen beyond the the natural disasters and things that have have hit us, we've had a very interesting life in our political life and and how we talk and debate about the big ideas of our country and how it works and who's in control and who makes decisions and how that works. We've had an interesting life, amen, when it comes to that. Um, And for some of us, we've looked at the news or you get your news on Facebook or on Twitter or right, on TV or on your iPhone, wherever you get your news. And we look at that, and 2017 has been a time where you could just turn on something and think, oh my goodness, what is happening to the world? It feels like it's all going to end. It feels like these things shouldn't be happening. And for some of us, it causes us a little bit of anxiety. Is anybody with me on that? For a couple of you, admit to a a little bit. Okay, like a few more of you. For some of us, 2017, we've looked at what's going on in our, in our region, in our world, and it can cause you some serious stress and anxiety, some turmoil. Um, it can cause turmoil when you talk to your family, or you talk to your friends in the city you grew up in, a ways from here. It, it can, it's been an interesting 2017. We've, you look at the news, and I hear about nuclear war or nuclear threat. Right? I hear about maybe a new Cold War. Um, and every time I look, there's something that just seems ridiculous and far-fetched, but it's, it's the reality of what is happening in our midst. And I think that Psalm 46 is a good thing for us to pause and look at at the end of 2017 as we move into 2018. So I'm going to read Psalm 46 again. And I believe you have a red Bible, or you might have a phone or a tablet or whatever you have for yourself, I'm going to read Psalm 46 again this morning, and then we'll talk about it for a few minutes. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen? Amen? This morning, we need to be reminded, or at least I need to be reminded, maybe this is just for me this morning, my own therapy, that God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength in this crazy world that we live in today. When this psalm was written and people thought of refuge, they knew of this, in this ancient world, they knew of what it looked like to need refuge. They knew what it was like to be in a battle with the enemy coming in and to need refuge. They knew what it was like to be in a desert and to need a place of refuge. They knew what it was like to be on the run and to need a place of refuge, a place of safety. And today, even driving around Oakland, I see people in our midst without homes to live in. More and more in our city who who need a place, a physical, visceral refuge, right? And God says that God is our refuge. When we are lost, God is our refuge. When we are tired, God is our refuge. When we are ashamed, God is our refuge and strength. When we feel hopeless, God is our refuge and strength. When we feel anxious and stressed and depressed and worried, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And what I love about the psalmist, after starting off with this grand, that God is our refuge and strength, he says, a very present help in trouble. Not just a present help in trouble, but a very present help in trouble. One thing I like about Christianity is the belief in a present God. Other religions or other forms of Christianity believe in a God who is distant. Maybe who started the world and is up there somewhere. Or a God who started the chain of events and is somewhere. But we believe in a God who is very present. Amen? A God who is very present as we go through this crazy life of ups and downs. A God who is very present present right with us. So this morning we're going to look at uh, this psalm, basically three sections. There's 1 through 3, 4 through 6, and 7 through 11. Three sections. Pretty simple. I'll probably go a little shorter than usual. I tend to be a short preacher. Hope that's okay. Is that okay? If I'm a little bit of a short preacher this morning. Um, so let's start off in 1 through 3. I want to read it again. I'm going to read it over and over again. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. So this, this first stanza gets into this fact of these crazy things have been happening in the world through all history. For thousands of years, there have been earthquakes and there have been fires and there have been disasters and there has been fear around this. So, we start off in the middle of whatever is happening on the earth. God is our refuge and strength. And what I also want to point out is that from the very beginning, there is a focus on the words our and we. You see those first three verses? God is our refuge and strength. We will not fear. So, I want to point out from the beginning, the psalmist is writing this with the assumption that we are coming to God as a community. The assumption here is that we do not face the ridiculous things of the world by ourselves. You don't face the great fears and anxieties by yourself as an isolated individual. But the way the scriptures teach, and the way the psalm even is read, is that we face these great fears of life as a community. We cry out together, Right? God is our refuge and strength together. And I don't know about you, but when I face things that are scary, I need the community of God. Amen? I need people who have my back. I need friends who are with me. Last night, I just, this came randomly to my head. Last night, my son wanted to go and watch the Warriors game. And so, you know what? I have a friend who lives around the corner who's over there, and he said, Go to my house. You have a key, right? Go to my house, <laughs> right? We need those kind of friends, amen? amen. A, a community, we're going through life when we have a, a people, right? A people that we go and we cry out to God together and we go through stressful things together. We watch the warriors lose or win together, right? So now we move to four, move to four through seven. But I want to point out that this, this, this passage in the Bible is so, it's interesting to me that what they were going through thousands of years ago are still some of the things that we are going through. This is still so relevant to us in the last day of 2017. The first three verses are about natural disasters, the earth crumbling, and it feels like it's all crumbling. The next few verses are about when nations rage and totter and come against each other in these wars, and we still have these same things going on throughout human history. The fear of what the earth could do, hurricanes, wind, and fire, and then the fear of what Leaders will do, of what happens when nations come together, what happens when greed, right, and envy and power and empires come in and nations totter and nations rage. That's this next section in 4 through 7. So let's read this 4 through 7. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms Totter. Does that sound familiar in 2017? The nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Now when people first heard this psalm and then passed it on to their next generation and the next generation and read this psalm, they knew what tur- turmoil was, probably more than us. Um, I'd like to remind myself that there was a brief moment when Israel was fairly powerful, when David and Solomon were in power, and, and they, they had a little mojo, they had a little power with their army for a brief season. But most of Israel's history is Israel being a fairly small nation state in the middle of big empires, historic empires, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Persians, later the Roman Empire, right? Israel is this small country And these big, powerful, power-hungry leaders come through and mess with Israel, generation after generation after generation. And much of the Old Testament is Israel wrestling, well, what do we do with this empire coming in, right? Do we give them what they want? Do we fight them? Will we be led to another place to live, displaced from our hometown? Will we be destroyed? There's this constant thing with Israel. What do we do when this big empire comes To get us. They knew what it was like to face the nations tottering, right? They knew what it was like to have their sons go off to war and possibly die. They knew what it was like to live in this stress, in this tension of what is happening um, around us. In this verse, you also have, or in this section, this emphasis on the city of God, on Jerusalem. So you, you can see in these few verses here this idea that, that God, the city of God is here. God, God is in Jerusalem. God is in this holy city. So, of course, nothing will happen to us. God is with us. Now, we don't have quite that same theological belief um, about Oakland. Like, I love Oakland. Anyone else love Oakland? I love Oakland. I love Oakland sports teams. I love Oakland food. I, lo- I think Oakland is special. Amen? Oakland is a special, unique place. But I'm not like the writers of the psalm. They had like a real honest belief, Jerusalem is special. God resides here in a special way. I don't believe God resides in Oakland any more than another place. Oakland's a great place. But here's what I do believe. As we go through the craziness um, of wars, of of nations, of turmoil, I do believe that God is with us. I believe the Holy Spirit is Is with us. Amen? And in a personal, real way, God has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. And I'm leaving my Holy Spirit with you to encourage you, to comfort you, to guide you. As the nations rage and totter, I believe that God is with us to help us through this, to give us wisdom, to give us grace, to give us peace in the middle of whatever you open the newspaper tomorrow and read about. Whatever was tweeted tomorrow. I believe that God is with me, and I I believe in the power of God, that God is always with us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. I'm going to go through to 8 through 11. So this is the most famous part, and I love verse 10. We're going to read it again, this be still and know that I am God. I think that is a deeply helpful meditation for us, but I want to look at In the context of the chapter, what leads up to verse 10, okay? And look at it very carefully, what leads up to verse 10. The more I've actually studied Psalm 46, the more I've looked at it, um, as commentators have, in a communal way, um, in a way of what is going on in the world and what is God saying to them in their time and space and to us in our time and space. So let's look at 8 through 11. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. Now, Now check out this next verse. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. So, as much as be still and know that I am God is a deeply helpful personal meditation to have, in its context, There is a a reality of the nations raging, kingdoms tottering, and God says, here's what I can do. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. I need this God. We need this God who can make wars cease, who can burn the chariots with fire. I need to trust in that God this morning, the God that has the power to make war's end and to burn chariots up, to break the bow. I I want that God, and I I cry out to that God this morning. And I also want to point out in these couple of verses, because it's very clear what it looks like to trust God in the middle of all this. I want to point out what it does not say, the nations are raging and tottering, and there's fear, and there's anxiety. It feels, like, it feels like the mountains are falling into the sea. And it doesn't say, okay, if you're going to make it, you better just build a bigger army. Right? It, it actually doesn't say, it doesn't say, if you're going to make it, you better trust in a new laser technology. <laughs> it doesn't say, wow, if you're, if you're going to make it as a country, if you're going to make it, man, you better trust in a bigger a bigger mountain and a bigger wall and a bigger mode and better shields and better speed. It doesn't say, if you just do that, oh, then you're okay. That's not what the psalm says. The psalm doesn't say, trust in your military might that you're okay. The psalm says, God, the God whom can make wars cease, the God who can break the bow, the God who can burn up a chariot, Be still and know that I am God. Amen? I am God. And this morning, as we pause and look at Psalm 46, I hope that we can pause and look at it in a personal way through whatever anxiety we are going through. But I also hope we can look at it in a communal way, in a regional way, in a state way, in a national way. We serve a God who says, I can come and take care of this. Don't trust in those things. I'm the God who wants to go burn the chariot down. So don't trust in that. Trust in me in the middle of this. Trust in the God who is your refuge and strength in the middle of this. Have hope in that God. God makes wars cease. God breaks the bow. God shatters the spear. God burns the chariots with fire. And God says, "Be still." And know that I am God. And then God says, I will be exalted in the nations. My name will be exalted. There's a kind of radical trust and dependency on God that, to be honest, is hard for me. Is it hard for any of you? To have that kind of radical trust and dependency on God. To say, I'm not going to trust in my own chariots and horses. I'm not going to trust in the God who created the universe. I'm going to put my hope in this God. But I'm going to tell you, when I read the news tomorrow and I see what happened and I see what North Korea did and I see what our president did and when I see what our who yelled at who in the media tomorrow, I'm going to need a reminder that my God is the God who can trust, the God who can make wars end, the God who can burn up chariots, the God who can bend and break the bow We need that, God. I'm going to offer um, a a humble suggestion idea for you this morning. I was tempted, it's New Year's Eve, I was tempted to come up with a 30-day plan to change all of our lives. Um, I could have had an infomercial and 30 days to complete spiritual formation and body formation, right, in 30 days. Um, But I do want to offer one humble suggestion as I've been thinking about Psalm 46, and what it looks like to trust in this God in the middle of a world that makes me personally very anxious sometimes. Um, I would humbly suggest, what if we took a little more time reading the Psalms and a little less time looking at Facebook? Yeah. Just an idea. Just an idea. There's a time to, to be informed. There's a time to fight, and there's a time to march. Um, there's also a time to look at what we can look at for a few minutes, and maybe what if we read the Psalms as much as we looked at Facebook news, right? What if, I'm, I'm just saying, what if we did that? I don't know if any of us could do that, but what if you read the Psalms tomorrow as much as you were inundated with a stream of the news of the day? What if you read the Psalms? What, what would happen? I just wonder. So I just put that out there as a way of wondering. What if you read Psalm 46 today before you checked your political Twitter feed? What, what would happen? Um, so we're going to close in just, just a moment. Um, but as we do, I want to read, do a meditation again on Psalm 46. And before we do that, would you just close your eyes for a moment? And what I'd like you to do is to take a moment and to consider what it is In 2017, that has caused you the most anxiety, this psalm talks about we will not fear because God is our refuge and strength. What has caused you fear in 2017? And it could be personal, family, and it could also be our city, our state, our region, our world. So take a moment and just consider, what is it that gives you great fear? So keep those things in mind. What are those things that cause you great fear? What is it that seems hopeless? What is it that keeps you up at night? What is it that makes your heart race and gives you anxiety? Consider those, those things, whatever those are. And consider those and consider giving some of that up to the God of the universe as we do this meditation one more time from verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that. Be still and know be still God as we approach a new year remind us that you are our refuge and strength a very present hope in whatever trouble we face. And God, remind us that sometimes we just have to be still and know that you are God. Amen.